Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to episode 66 of the podcast. It's so wonderful to be here with you as always. And today I'm so excited because we're going to go back to a topic that you all know I love to talk about, and that is all about finding your purpose. So as you all know, if you've been a long time listener to the podcast, I started this podcast back with episode one. My intention behind it was to help people align with their purpose because of my own journey of trying to find my purpose and then ultimately finding it by looking within rather than outside myself for all of the answers. I then have brought on people to talk about their own journey of discovering purpose, what that was like for them. And it's been being confirmed time after time that it is this journey of self-discovery that leads us to our purpose. And so today I want to go back to my own personal story of finding purpose to inspire those of you who are feeling like I still don't know what I want to do with my life. I can't answer that question. Who am I? I don't know what I'm here to do. I don't know how I want to contribute to the world. Maybe you know that you want to start a business, but you're thinking, what on earth is it that I'm here to do in that business? Or maybe you're feeling, you know, I don't feel connected to my true self. I just don't know what that actually means to me. I don't know what my zones of genius are. And I really want to find out. And I've been doing all of the things to do that, but I cannot work it out. This is where a lot of people who come to work with me are in that moment. They think they're so frustrated. They're feeling disconnected. They're not feeling fulfilled. They feel like there's a bit of a numbness in their life or a bit of a flatness, like things are just sort of ticking along, but you're sort of floating in the abyss and you don't know where you're going. You don't know what the direction is ahead. You don't have that clarity that, and so you don't have the confidence then because you really can't see where you want to direct your ship, which is your life, yourself, your consciousness. And I understand completely how frustrating this is because I have literally lived this experience from the moment I turned 17 and learned about what self-actualization means, what finding your purpose means. I wanted to find my purpose. I wanted to figure out what my work in the world was here to do because I knew that I was here to do amazing things. I always knew I was here to help others and I knew I was here to make a difference. And so I wanted to do that in the best possible way. However, the journey that I set on was all wrong and you might be in this place too. Now, the reason that I also want to talk about this topic is because I'm going to do a special three-part series. So this is the first part of the series. We're going to talk about my story when it came to trying to find my purpose, what went wrong, how I ended up ultimately finding my purpose and creating the life that is beautiful to me, one that I love, enjoy, and am inspired by. And what I've learned over the last 18 months of running this podcast episode. And then next week, we're going to move into looking at why this is an issue, why finding your purpose is an issue for people and what we can do to move forward on our own journey. And then in our third episode, we're going to talk about 
how we can fix this issue. Now, the reason that I am talking about purpose and I want to take the time to dive into this in a big way is because I feel like it's been a while since we've gone over this topic. And I know that so many of you are needing support on this area. And excitingly, I am now offering a special online program called Discover Your Purpose. If you didn't hear it, hear about this in my last episode, I alluded to this new program. Today is the first time that I'm announcing it officially. It's so exciting because I've literally spent the last two and a half years coaching people on finding their purpose. And I've had this podcast episode where I've been exploring this topic with you all, with other people, with our beautiful guests. And this has been going for over 18 months now. I knew that I was going to run a program called Discover Your Purpose when I was doing my training certification. Like I already had all of the modules mapped out. We did this particular module in my Beautiful You Coaching Academy course, and it was all about uh, offering a course yourself and like, what would those modules be? And I just immediately replied with, I'm doing this program and it's going to have these modules. And this is the exact process I've been walking myself through. So it's first and foremost, it came from the process that I used on my own journey. And secondly, it's the exact process I've been walking all of my clients through over the last two and a half years and that I've then been confirming in all of the uh, the podcast interviews and discussions I've been having with other people and further research and exploration I've been taking myself along my own personal journey of aligning with my purpose. So I'm. this is huge. I It didn't feel like the right time until now, but now I know it is the right time. So this program, Discover Your Purpose, is going to start in September. It's going to run for two months and I'm taking you through my eight-step process. And you can join, you can find out all of the details at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash discover your purpose. Okay, but today I want to take you all through my journey of finding my purpose. So let's start from the beginning. Back when I was 17 years old, I've just learned about what self-actualization means. If you don't know what that is, that is the final stage of needs in Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So basically, once we get to this final stage, we reach self-actualization. And this, a big part of self-actualization, is feeling that you're living in alignment with your purpose. And so me at 17 years old thought, okay, I need to find my work in the world. I need to figure out what career I need to do and I need to find it fast because I want to reach self-actualization, typical high achiever. So I then set out trying to figure out with my mind what my purpose was. So the way that I did that is I set up all of the different options uh, at university because I figured, well, I should go to university. University is what everyone does. I was also going to be one of the first people in my family to go. So I felt that I needed to do that to give myself the best possibility of helping people and making that difference that I knew that I came here to do. And so I then, you know, stacked up all of the options. What was popular at that time were 
was law and psychology. And I, my interests though were, I loved English. I did four units of English in school, which if some of you are familiar with that, it means that I did advanced English. I did extension English and double extension English. And all I did was speak about and write about ideas that are conveyed in literature about the world, about how we perceive ourselves. And I absolutely loved it. And I was a top student in all of those subjects. I adored it. I also did society and culture because I loved learning about society and culture. I did some university psychology uh, subjects as well and philosophy subjects. I also did legal studies and business studies. At the time, business studies was my worst subject. I really didn't like it. It felt really just boring, basically. I'm more of an ideas person, so I really loved like learning about the theory, about how the world works and Also with legal studies, I didn't necessarily love it, but I was good at it and I enjoyed debating and arguing. And that was something I did as a high school student. I was involved in public speaking competitions and in debating, even though it's literally my biggest fear and it still is to this day. Side note, I'm giving a speech uh, in a couple of weeks, or actually when you listen to this episode, it will be in a couple of days. And that is to the Beautiful You Coaching Academy, all of the new coaches who are coming in to the academy and about to be graduated. They are going to hear me speak. I'm one of the keynote speakers and I'm talking all about confidence as a new coach, which is an awesome subject because I've had to do a lot to improve my confidence. But I want to mention this to you because This is something throughout my life, I keep being drawn to public speaking or at least careers and uh, opportunities that would involve public speaking, even though it's something I'm super, super scared of. And so for that, I've been using my mindset makeover process to help me be able to allow these opportunities in my life and to show up with more ease and grace. And it's something I continue to work on. So I was searching, going through all of these options, you know, being a lawyer was quite popular at the time and I knew it was a respectable degree. And I thought if I do law, that means that people will know I've done that training and then I could do anything, even if I don't want to be a lawyer. Although I was loving Simon Baker in The Guardian and later on it was Sandy from The OC. And so I thought, okay, what about law? And my legal studies teacher was like, you should definitely do law. I was also named as the one of the people in my yearbook as, as uh, most likely being prime minister. This is because I always spoke up about my ideas. I love to talk about ideas. I love to discuss them, debate them, and let's be honest, argue them. And I really, I had such a thirst for changing the world. I really felt, well, we've got all of these problems here. Let's do something about it. Let's like all get together and do something about it. And so I felt I had two options around me. I could help people on a micro or macro level. This is literally what was going through my brain. I thought I could go and help change policies. And so to do that, I could do policymaking or I could do law. Uh, or I could help people like one-on-one and then that would be through psychology. So I could help people improve their lives and all of this wonderful stuff. And so I went about thinking, okay, I'll do law and psychology because they're going to be the two paths that are going to help me do 
keep those options open. Even though my real interests, my favorite interests at that time were really English. Like I loved studying English and I did do a couple of subjects of English in my university degree, but I decided that I was better off focusing on psychology because it was something that was going to give me a clear career at the end of it. So I ended up going along and getting a job in law because that's how I roll. I like to get practical experience first to make sure it's what I want to do. And then that sucked me into the corporate engine. And I became obsessed with basically doing any work that was given to me and doing it well without finding out what it was that I actually enjoyed, what I what my unique gifts were in the world that I was literally born with rather than the ones that I was trying to uh, you know, learn and put into my tool belt. So I was such a great people pleaser. I really loved seeking external validation. Every job I'd ever had since I was 14, because I always worked and had a job, I was good at it. And I loved that people thought that I was good at and told me that I was good at it. And I knew that no matter what job I did, I could do it well because I'd had examples of succeeding in all different areas in my life. So this was not helpful when it came to figuring out what I actually wanted to do in the world and what my purpose was, because it meant that I was so focused on just the job that I had in front of me rather than my studies and listening to the fact that I was actually really bored by what I was studying and didn't want to excel in it. You know, reading another law textbook or even a psychology textbook, a lot of it I found quite boring, except for the neuroscience. I really loved that. (laughs) So... I kept having doubts the whole time throughout my legal and psychology studies. The whole time I was debating, should I just do psychology? Should I just do law? Is there anything else? I don't think that there is anything else that I could do. And I didn't want to be a teacher, although I knew that teaching was something that I would ultimately end up doing. And I thought, well, I'm going to go and have a career first doing something else. And then I will go and do teaching or, you know, lecture in university or something like that. This was literally what was going on in my head even though my body the entire time was feeling like this is wrong. This doesn't feel in alignment. You don't enjoy this. I was constantly fluctuating with my weight. I was always binging and buffering and, you know, going out drinking and eating too much and then trying to withhold food from myself. I felt frustrated. I felt like I felt disconnected. I didn't even know what that feeling was. I just felt I was floating in the the abyss. I thought this is so disappointing because I know that I was meant for great things. I know that my quality of work is not being reflected in what I'm doing now. And so I really felt gradually and increasingly like my potential was not being fulfilled. And that really, 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 really upset me because I had started off with such great intentions to make the world a better place, to really be active in making a difference and to show up in the best way that I could with my skills. But the thing that I had gotten wrong is that I really was looking outside myself for what those skills should be rather than what my skills actually are. So I then ended up for eight years in a career in law. I ended up only doing my university, only uh, finishing my law degree. I ended up 
ditching the psychology. So I did it for almost three years, which is almost a full psychology degree. But I got to a point where I just couldn't bear it anymore because it wasn't what I wanted to do. And I thought I needed to make a choice. And because I worked full time, you know, I didn't have as much time to do everything. And I was suffering my way through my legal studies and my psychology studies and not achieving the grades that I really wanted. And I knew that I was capable of because I was just really bored with the subject matter. Even though I, at the, while all of this was going on, I was doing really well in my job. I had actually, I was given so much responsibility in my job and I would go and appear in court before I was admitted. I would be on some like the best matters that we had at our work. And so I found that really intellectually stimulating and I loved the interaction with clients. I really loved that I would have, I was the person that my, that my you know clients would come to, that I was able to really nurture them through their litigation and through their uh, divorce as well, because family law was the area that I was focusing on. So I loved that part of my role. And I felt like I really needed to show up for my clients. I needed to do the best job I could. And so I worked long hours. I took their problems with me. I spent all of my time trying to figure out how I could make things better for them. There really was no separation between my my work and my personal life. I would show up after work. I would, I would be one of the last people in the office regularly. I'd show up on the weekends when nobody else was there. And I thought felt that at first this was because I, I found it interesting and motivating. But then as I went on, I felt it was because I had to, that this is what was expected of me. And so I continued to do that even though nobody else was doing it, or at least like nobody in my direct team. So my expectations put on myself were so high that I forced myself to disregard what was happening within me, my inside me with my emotions and with my body. I mean, I was completely disconnected from my body. And eventually what that led to was burnout. And I, and I felt completely trapped. There was a situation at my work where I realized that even though I'd been there for like five or six years at that stage, that there was not going to be any loyalty to me as an individual and as a person. And that really shattered me. It shattered my confidence. And I thought, why have I been putting in all of this effort and energy for a job that at one, in any moment, I could just be literally flicked without another thought. And that made me feel for the first time so incredibly trapped. I thought, what have I been doing? I've spent five to six years trying to prove myself within a job and with an industry that doesn't even light me up. And now I feel like I have no other options around me because I've invested so much into my legal studies and to this career. Like I knew that there was a path before me. I could easily have that path to senior associate and then partner. I saw it all mapped out. I was making my way through it. I was a standout in my firm and in my industry. And yet it took me realizing that actually I was not going to be necessarily protected or looked after in my career for sure. That loyalty wasn't going to um, be there to knock my confidence and to think, oh, okay, so maybe this isn't as secure as I thought. And then what happened was I continued not to listen and to push myself forward, even though by that stage, I really was a bit of an emotional wreck. I was going home every day, crying myself to sleep, just saying like, this is so hard. You know, no, I'm not being valued in the way that I want to be valued. I feel like I'm disrespected, all of these things. 
And why was I feeling that way? It really doesn't matter what was happening in my work environment and what was happening with the people around me. It was that I was disrespecting myself first and foremost. So this has been a really big realization for me because I, for a long time, really blamed the people that I worked with for the way that I was feeling. And what I had to come to terms with over the last you know, four years, I guess, is that I put myself in that situation and I ignored the signs that I was getting from my inner voice and my body. I was disrespecting and not valuing myself. And so the only option for people around me was to not value me either. I was putting myself into stressful situations because I was deciding to look at those situations in a stressful way. I was literally putting that stress on myself. I could have said at any time, uh, no, I could have used that word. No, I could have put up boundaries. I could have uh, done a, a number of different things to make the pressure that I felt diminish. I could have literally just shifted my perception in that moment and had a completely new perspective about the situation. But instead I showed up every day and I fought the situation, but I fought it through actually just making things even harder for myself. So I just threw myself even more in trying to prove that I could do this, trying to keep up with it, even though my emotions were getting even louder. And what I was seeing, the perspective that I was looking at through the world around me was getting even worse. So it was a horrible situation to be in. And as I started to, uh, I guess in some ways, just accept that this was the this was where I was at, I resigned to where I was at, um, not in a way that was accepting the present moment, but being open for new possibilities. I was just thinking, hey, this is like what life has sent my way. This is all I have um, available to me. And I'm just gonna have to suck it up and continue to move forward. So when that happened, my body, this is when my body shut down. I started to get really incredible pains while I was going out for a run. Now I'm someone who has literally from the moment I've had my period suffered with period pain. Now this is an emotional thing. I completely know this. I have, there's something around being a mother that my body is telling me, and it's been something I've been working on. And working with my cycle has really helped me to ease my symptoms. So I was getting excruciating a pain, like a period pain when I would go for a run. And I absolutely loved running. It was like the one thing that made me release all of this steam and stress from everything that was going on um, with my unfulfillment in my life. And so I then started to literally like feel like I needed to faint or throw up and I would be like on the ground while I was running because of how severe this pain was. I went to a ton of different doctors. They all just thought it was like period pain or I was getting stitches or something. And I was trying to explain that, no, this is not right. It's not something I've had before and it's really excruciating and I cannot live this way. Eventually, after a lot of persistence on my part, I found out that I had what looks like endometriosis. Now, I've never had a surgery, so I've never had that confirmed as in 100%, but from my scans, this is what is showing up and all of the symptoms reflect that it is endometriosis too. And so for the first time, I got the news that I needed to finally slow the hell down. (laughs) 
And I remember when I got that diagnosis, I felt relieved because I thought, now I know what is wrong with me. And now I know that there is an issue and my health needs to come first now so that I can look after myself. Although I must admit at the time, I actually said this in more of a disempowering way because I really felt now I have an excuse to be a victim. Now I have an excuse to have sympathy. Now I have an excuse to not need to show up at work in the way that I have been forcing my to for all of these years. So by this stage, of course, like I'm admitted as a lawyer, I'm working as a lawyer and all of this has been happening amongst all of that. And, um, and then my body broke down after that, after I've been, you know, working as a lawyer, admitted, I've finished my studies, all of these things. And, um, and so now I have this health issue to figure out. And so I was sent an episode of The Lively Show, which is one of my favorite podcast um, podcasts out there with Jess Lively. And it was the first one about self-development and business that I've ever listened to. Before that, it was just Serial. Does anyone remember the podcast Serial? Yeah, that was my first podcast I ever listened to. And I was like drawn in. Also, it's like a legal investigation. So I found that really interesting. Um So by that stage, I was then listening to this episode. It was the episode with Elisa Vitti, who is the woman behind Flow Living. She talks about how to sync your cycle in terms of your diet, in terms of your exercise, in terms of your self-care. And um, she was specifically talking about people who have suffered with PCOS and endometriosis and other period pain and PMS symptoms, which is something that, of course, I was going through, which is why my friend sent me this episode and I was completely just hooked from that moment because I thought I've never heard anything about this, about syncing my cycle, about the different stages of my menstrual cycle, that there was even a different stage just from menstruation. And I didn't know why, but I was obsessed. I just needed to implement all of these things. I bought Elisa's book and I started to map out my cycle and look at, oh, well, how can I support it? How can I change some of the things that I'm eating? So by doing this menstrual cycle work, what it did was start me to tune inwards for the first time. I started to listen to my body and to start trying to support it. I needed to have awareness about what was going on. So I was slowing down naturally because I had this uh, probable diagnosis and I knew that stress was a big factor. So I was starting to slow down and I was as inspired by this podcast episode, now looking within to my body to try and support it. And so my gateway to my self-discovery journey was really about my health. But what I got out of this whole journey was aligning with my purpose, which was exactly what I had wanted all the time, but I didn't know that that was what was happening. So I started off small exploring my menstrual cycle. And by this stage, I've started listening to all of the other episodes that are available on the lively show. I've started to connect with other life coaches like Brooke Castillo I've started to listen to other podcasts and I am literally obsessed with something for the first time in my life that isn't just going out with and hanging out with my friends. <laughs> I'm obsessed with something for the first time since I left school when I was obsessed with English and learning about the world and talking about ideas and how we can improve things and all of these things that I loved. Now for the first time, so that's like, Almost eight years later, I am 
really interested in something again, really, really interested. And it started off slow and naturally. And what it was is that I was going on a self-discovery journey. So Lou and I at that time decided that we wanted to make a move overseas. He just asked me one day and I thought, oh my gosh, this is my escape from my job and from the corporate world. And so I said yes. And I knew by that stage that I wanted to run a business, but I had no idea what I would want to do. And so I thought this will be the perfect way for me to get out of my comfort zone and to figure it out. So we moved over to London and within a year and a half, I had left my corporate job that I took in London as a consultant and I had started my business as a life coach and signed up for my coaching certification and started working with people on life coaching, on improving your uh, life and on finding your purpose. And that was all inspired because of my own self-discovery journey that I was doing over that year and a half to two year period. It was really a two, it was a two year period. So that was super exciting. And literally within those two years, my entire life changed by learning how my mind works, which is all the tools that I've now put in my mindset makeover program. If anyone wants to explore that, go to latisharange.com forward slash mindset makeover. And I went through all of the different actions that I shared with everyone. When I first started my blog, I did these 21 actions, all of the things I did to improve my life, to create a life that is beautiful. This is why I started with the name, to create a life that I love, enjoy, and I'm inspired by. And the final thing that I did was find my purpose. And that is one of the final actions on my blog. And it's the most important part of all of this. So I have been through the trenches. I know all of the feelings that you feel when you're trying to figure out what on earth to do with your life, when you feel like you don't have anything unique or amazing to offer to the world, when you're trying to look outside yourself for all of the answers, when you feel frustrated, disconnected from yourself and from your inner voice and intuition. I had no idea what that was. When you feel like you're just not a creative person. I was also there. I thought I'm a lawyer. I'm not creative. And when you feel like you've invested all of this time and energy into a career that also didn't give you what you truly wanted. I also know what it's like to know that you want to have a business, to know that you don't want to work in a corporate engine because you want more freedom and flexibility, fun, creativity, and all of these wonderful things, but not to have any idea about what on earth you could do it for your own personal business. And because I'd found my own answers and I knew very clearly how I had found and discovered my purpose, this is what led me to coaching other people on finding their purpose, which includes finding work that lights up your soul, which includes feeling more connected to your true self with a capital S. And if you want to start a business, knowing what on earth you want to start that business doing, and also knowing what your zones of genius are, which I call my magic essence. Most importantly, what this journey has led me to doing is creating a life that is beautiful, but also a business that is purpose-driven, that makes a difference using my unique gifts, and that allows me to continue to grow and evolve as a person. That allows me to set up my life in a way that allows me to thrive physically emotionally, spiritually, financially, all of the things holistically so that my life is exactly as I desire it to be. 
And now what I've decided to do is rather than have you work with me one-on-one on finding your purpose, and rather than you coming to me to work with me on creating your business, which is, you know, I've got Create Your Beautiful Biz, it's my signature program, and I also do one-to-one business coaching, I want to offer support for you in a way that is much more affordable than working with me one-to-one to align you with your purpose too, to help you find work that lights up your soul, to help you feel connected to your true self, to identify what those zones of genius and magic essence are for you. And importantly, if you do want to start a business, to get clarity on what that business is for you. So I'm so excited to now be able to offer this program to you all. It's called Discover Your Purpose. I named this 18 months ago. I had all of the modules already mapped out. It's the process I've been walking people through in that time. And what we're going to do is take this over an eight-week journey. You'll have eight classes that will be taught live and you'll have four coaching calls. You'll also have worksheets to implement each of the classes, a private Facebook group so we can all continue to connect and support one another. And you have access to me between our coaching calls. You also get a really cool personality profiling discovery questionnaire. It's what I use with all of my clients and it's so incredibly helpful to get you thinking about what your purpose is right from the get-go to get you looking within most most importantly, I also give you a purpose map so you can plan out your year ahead and help you to keep aligned with your purpose every step of the way. And you also get a human design reading with my human design reader who all of my clients use and also love. And we've recently had him on the podcast and his name is Tim Brainard. So that is all included when you sign up for Discover Your Purpose and the program is beginning in September. So you can go and check out the program immediately. If you sign up now, you're also able to take advantage of a more extended payment plan. So go over to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash discover your purpose. Get excited. Read all of the details there. If you want to sign up, you're like, you know what? I'm so ready. I want to be aligned with my beautiful purpose. Then please go ahead and sign up and we will be starting in September. Now, next week, I'm going to be talking more about why discovering your purpose is such an issue and also some of the common misconceptions around purpose. For example, we all think, well, I like we don't just have one purpose in life. This is the wrong question to be asking. This is not what I'm talking about when I talk about finding your purpose. So I'll be diving into all of that next week and know that this three-part series is going to help you get more clarity so that you can align with your purpose so that you can start answering that question, who am I and what am I here to do and start improving your life so that you are feeling happier, healthier, and more fulfilled today. Okay, everybody, it's been so wonderful to talk to you. I'm looking forward to coming back with you and sharing the next part of this awesome three-part purpose series. In the meantime, you can find the show notes for this episode at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash find my purpose. And if you want to go check out the details for the purpose program and get yourself signed up, head to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash discover your purpose. I can't wait to see you there. Have a great week. Bye, everyone.
Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive using my signature feminine essence framework. Just head over to www.letisharange.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.